Thanks for coming back, everybody. G'day, G'day Dacre. Thanks, um, oh, hey. thanks, Shane. Thanks for coming back, mate. Very good. Um, Grant Edwards here, Liberty and Dead. Thanks, everyone. Who's that, Max? Coming back. We'll just bring you all back in. Uh, yeah, that's good. Tom Petty. We're not going to back down, are we, Max? We were talking about... Um, Caps, can you not get in, mate? Maybe you can't. John, John's just texted me. He said he's absolutely um, knackered. And so he's going to call it a night and just li- just listen listen in, I think. So uh, anyone that wants to come in and we're talking about vaccines, we're talking about blood money, we're talking about um, uh, people that have uh, had injured children from this vaccine, so-called. Don't like, as Cap said, we shouldn't be really calling it that. Um, but, uh, is are they being offered money? Is that what's happening? And if they are then they've got the blood of all the other children on their hands and the injuries. They've got that on on their heads as well. It's on their hands, that those other people. They've got to speak up. When you know someone's been injured by something or someone's been killed, your own child, don't take money for it. Warn others. That's the right thing to do. And uh, it sickens me, and I can't understand it. And Brad was on earlier and saying that it's about the corporations. Well, the people that run these corporations, they are um, human beings. They're people. So I, I just don't get it. I don't understand how anyone could put money over their own child's life and other children. Why you wouldn't? Why they wouldn't speak out? So um, yeah, I'd be really happy to to hear from you Ella I mean I know that you've got a lot to say you've been mentioning quite a bit in the chat on our last on the on part one so yeah feel free to to speak up and you too Max so the floor is your yours guys okay um yes unfortunately uh, about the children now um the main guilty are the parents but uh, we need to think the parents are so brainwashed they think they do the good thing for their children uh, unfortunately, what I said in writing, uh, you can't even talk with those people. For example, they don't listen to this uh, podcast. They don't uh, uh, watch uh, on internet any news. Um, the only thing they watch is uh, news, news hub or uh, you know uh, TV one, two and three. Um, if one of the uh, one uh, uh, of our um, sorry uh, news mainstream media news will say what we talk now, everybody will wake up. But because they don't say, they they just live in oblivious. And uh, unfortunately, if if the media don't um, start to tell the truth, uh, the only way those people to wake up if they start to die. Well, they've been paid, haven't they? They got millions of dollars during the first lockdown um, in March, wasn't it? The, the yeah, but media as got you fifty say, something thousand dollars, million dollars. Yeah, and, but as um, you say, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, go they ahead. are people. They are people. They have. To, you said in the, uh, at the start. They, those journalists are people. They have they ki- children. Yeah, they're putting, uh, they're they putting truth ahead of uh, money ahead of truth. Yep, yep, yep. Yes, yeah, so uh, that they right. they killed not just you know with they uh, misleading people. Uh, that's why we are on this mess because of first because of media. Hmm. 
Well, um, I was on a Zoom call and I um, there was and I don't know what television station it is, but this particular uh, woman rang up about her husband or partner who works for one of the networks and he's a sound engineer and he has to be they've mandated that he has to be vaccinated. Um, yeah, they're not happy about it. They don't want to be vaccinated. Uh, they don't want to, but they do. And unfortunately, even they are sick from the first job, they go for the second. Uh, and I don't yeah. understand what's those with, people. What's with that? What is that about? I don't understand. Is, is, is something go into them that makes them crazy? Um, I'm hearing uh, stories that the vaccinated people are very angry and uh, very difficult to deal with. Yes, they are because is, they are in know denial. About that? In denial. Mm. They can't mm. accept. You know, if I'm going to a person that is vaccinated twice and I tell her exactly what this vaccine do to them, uh, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want to hear they will get sick. They don't want to hear, uh, you know, like uh, in Romania, uh, when I was young, cancer was a very, very rare there. Um, and when someone was told have cancer, those people almost go crazy because no, didn't believe it. No. The doctors are not right, so can't be cancer. Uh, the same, these people with the vaccine, you can't tell them will get sick because, no, it's not true. They don't want to hear. I have friends, they don't let me talk about the vaccine at all. Because they already, they said, oh, I already did it. So, But I tell them, please don't get the booster. Nah, don't they know no, that it, it's, it's going to be sort of like a booster so, every four months or something? This is what I mean. You're saying it's a vaccine and you've got to have a booster because this vaccine, supposed vaccine, don't actually work. You're 11 times more unlikely to get a serious condition due to whatever. Yes. But you're just holding, you're holding on that. You know, I've waited, I've been on public transport for three years since the pandemic. So my missus has, she's been moving around in like literally on the A&E woods in, in one of the biggest hospitals in UK. She's not contracted nothing. I'm sorry, but I'm not saying it's not real. But what I will say is, is that it's not as bad as what people make out. And you're taking vaccines and they're not vaccines. They are Something it's like a placebo in a way. It, it if it works, then I fully agree with it. Like I said before, if you give me something that you can tell me a hundred percent, then it does not. I will not contract it from the person who's had the jab. Then it's a vaccine, but it's a jab until it's called, called a vaccine. It's simple as that. So for you, everyone to push it is out of order. It, all it is is people pushing people in order to keep money in the pockets and literally on both sides. Because if my missus was to now, she had a person cry. I told you yesterday, she had a person crying at her, like saying, I can't believe it. They're going to lift the, the jab in the hospitals. That You don't have to take it. My missus can actually carry on working. But for the last three months, they've been pressuring everybody to take this jab. And now they threw loads of boosters away because they literally can't use them due to the, the sell by day. It's, it's unreal. It's unreal. So, yes, so to the people that go, sorry, Ella, you, you carry on with that thought. What I want to say, they trick people at the start because I read somewhere at the start, there was like a 20% the real deal and 80% was placebo. And from August was like 50, 50 from November 
20% was placebo and 80% was um, real, real vaccine. That's why we start to hear more deaths after that. Uh, but this year, what I heard, and that I heard in my in Romanian news uh, doctor speaking, this year it's no placebo because the vaccine uh, is not on trial anymore. It's Good saying grief. Was, yes. Now we're going to so, see some death in carnage, yes, aren't we? because it's – and they increase the, the strength, whatever. And also, you know, we have to start to believe that those conspiracy theory because actually it's the um, – truth, you know, like um, a warning for everybody. It's not conspiracy anymore. Uh, also, they say they changed. So what was last year in the vaccine, uh, it's, uh, now it's a different thing in it. Uh, they, they actually changed it. So uh, the ingredients, weren't, what is uh, written on that uh, uh, package, it's not what is in the vaccine. Because they it's say all, amino cheese and other stuff. No, no, it's actually I'll bad. I'll go along with that too. There's uh, yeah. actual studies now that, that they've done um, that the different companies have got I different saw. products in them and yes. they're going through and trying different um, uh, mixes at different stages. Like one, Moderna's doing it this month. Uh, Visor's yes. doing it the next month. Um, to and see then you've got the um, AstraZeneca's doing it the next month. They're taking turns, working in conjunction with each other. And I believe that it's not just uh, mixing the um, amounts. They're actually putting different products in the different things so that yes, people are different. going to die from different ways, not just the one way. So yeah. they can't say, it's that vaccine, that's killing them all because they're all dying like from this. There's going to be different things that cause cancer, cause different uh, body parts to fail, I have cause uh, bleeding, that's cause uh, brain that. issues. It's going to be a whole mixture of all different sicknesses uh, so that yes. they can get away with, that, with, with saying it wasn't our product. There's yeah. too many different things going wrong, so you can't blame us. It's their, their bodies are breaking down from their old age or from uh, different things they're picking yes, up. Yes, because, so. uh, because people took the placebo, probably the first two shots was placebo. So they say, oh, I have, I'm fine. There's nothing. And they go happy to get the booster. But that will be the knockdown. Well, that's, I've got uh, a friend who's doing a course with me, um, if I'm allowed back on. But she's had uh, the, the jabs. Uh, I think she might have had her booster now. But she's, she's like, come and get it. Come on, we need you in the class. Um, because the, it's, the university's no. mandated, so I can't go in there. But she's saying, come on, we'll get you in there. I've had my first one. I'm okay. I've had my second one. Nothing yes. happened to me. I've had my booster. Come on, it's all good. Let's just go and do this thing, and we'll go and get it done, eh, Max? And I'm like, nah, um, you've had yours, and uh, you're okay. I've told you my reasons. Um, I know you've done your research, so I respect you for yours. Uh, yeah. Just to make her sort of believe that I've done my research too, which she knows I've done. She's done none, and I've done super. So, I mean, you but yeah, it's I mean... frustrating because you've got everything going on. I speak up uh, around the place. I come on here. I speak up on Facebook. I post this. I post that. I post everything. A lot of <laughs> people you. just ignore it because they do not want to be know it. They don't want to be a part of it. They don't care. They're doing their thing, whether it's for or against. Um, I know them on both sides who have been jabbed and unjabbed, and they just don't want to know about it. They're just doing their life, and they just ignore like this thing's just going to go away. 
If they ignore it long enough, it's going to fix itself and go away. And that's the mistake. I've got people telling me, hey, bro, you should be a bit careful with what you're saying or with what you're posting, mate. Um, they're they're watching. Here. And it's like, well, fuck them. Let them come and see me at my gate and I'll tell them to get off my property. Or if they come in, I'm, I'm a bit uh, broken up, but I'll still start swinging. It's like... Um, that's what we want, Max. people are murderers. You're murderers the, 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 and they are. you're scum. I'll tell them to their right. faces. You, Max, uh, because you, you are not like an average New Zealander. Average New Zealanders, according to John Ansell and um, Gordon McLaughlin, New Zealand are the passionless people. And you, you've got some passion. And, and, and we need more people like you and more people like Ella and Shane and Dacre and Heidi. Heidi's going to tell us in a minute about her vaccine story, I'm hoping, um, yep. because it's not just this. It's not just this uh, um, experimental biological agent that they're forcing on us. You know, there's, there's, and, and you tell us, Heidi, this your story about what happened to you 21 years ago, I think, or 22 years ago, the, how the doctors treated you uh, when you you knew it was the vaccine that caused the damage to your your son. If you are you okay to tell us about that? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, but so for me, what everyone is starting to go through now, this they this is the long game that they've been playing for. For, for me, for 21 years, they denied it. They gaslit me. They threatened to take my son off me. I was called from Dr. Nikki Turner, who was the head of the um, vaccina vaccination. I can't remember what it was called back then. It's different now. But she was the head of that. I was called personally from that. And it was buried. ACC wouldn't do anything. So I just had to play the game in order to keep my son and do all the alternative uh, medicines to get him some type of life. Um, but he was having 200 seizures a week and 20 seizures after he had his first vaccination at six weeks old. So, and nobody would, wanted to be accountable. Nobody would take responsibility for it. And no one actually wanted to heal him either. He was just a, a statistic in the system. Well, that, that makes me think that this has been going on for a long, long time. You're not just the, you're the only one. That they're oh, actually no, I've putting people talked up. to another doing... 200 families that are exactly like me and they deny it. You look at childhood disability now and all the special needs teacher special needs teachers that we need and support and we've got full classrooms dedicated to disabled children like when I was at school I had one disabled child in our school one how many now 200 well I when Rody was going to school I put him into mainstream and they had a whole class and there was 15 children in there in one whole class yeah. And that was just a primary school. And these kids have all got ADHD. They've got learning disabilities. They've got, it's through the roof. They've got autism through the roof, seizures, neurological issues through the roof. What's this? Some kids are allergic to peanut butter. What's that in Ada? Is that, is that, do you think that's because of the, the vaccinations they've been giving them? Because we never had, no, we didn't know anyone that was allergic to peanut butter. Well, and I think it's also the, but it's like the level of PAMOL that parents give their kids. You know, the, I mean, there's a whole mm. lot of factors, I think, and the toxins that they've all got going on. And, you know, the Fenigan that they give them and because they're yep. mum's yeah. little helpers, you know what I mean? Because parenting's yeah. gone out the window too, unfortunately. Give them a dose. Give them a yeah. dose of that. It's, what is it? I think it's it's one in three kids now has uh, is allergic to something. Yeah, so exactly. It's, it's and this, it doesn't come from nowhere. It's not spontaneous. There's a cause and effect, and that's what we're not looking at, and people aren't acknowledging that. They're just accepting that these children are disabled or have issues or sensitivities and stuff, and it's just like, no, we've got the really unhealthy. 
<clears throat> peanut and of butter course, is what one of the, the main ones. Pardon? Peanut butter is one of the ones that a lot of them are really allergic to. It's, um, I just laughed when I heard that. You've got to be joking hard enough. And eggs. But it's real. My, eggs my cousin's well. um, first child, he was allergic to, from a baby, he was allergic to nearly everything. They had to be so careful what they had to give him. Um, they got him tested, uh, and through the years, they've uh, just given him stuff slightly through the doctors, just massive tests all the time, and they've got him um, so that he can just about eat most things now without concern. But he was allergic to nearly everything. It was, um, well, he nearly died so many times. It was uh, just off to hospital. He's just flaring up, swelling up. Um, so it's, it's something, and, and the foods and everything that's going around. Um, but it's also a fabulous entre- entrepreneurial model as well. You make them sick, and then you pay, they are on prescription medications for the rest of their lives. You look, it's just, but and I know it's really kids cynical. are born like this. They're born with these allergic, with being allergic to everything. So, well, it's, well, because all, all the packaged, all the packaged them. shit that we're eating from shops. Yeah, but it's not, not only that. When you're change. pregnant, I'm having, I'm when you're pregnant, right now and I'm all right. Yeah, but when you're pregnant, they're giving women whooping cough vaccine, and they're. When I was pregnant, I couldn't eat cheese or oysters, and I wasn't putting vaccines in my body. And now they're giving them flu shots, whooping cough when they're pregnant and of course obviously this vaccination as well they they cleared and said it's fine for pregnant women as well so not according <clears> to <throat> dr zelenko i Have can believe it i can believe vaccine. If you look at the side effects of these things blood clots myocarditis inflammation of hearts increase in miscarriages from 10 to 80 percent in the first trimester increases in cancer increases in autoimmune diseases uh, ovarian dysfunction most likely infertility. And that's not to mention the genocidal potential effect of antibody-dependent enhancement. Why the hell would you put that into a child when they have a 100% near 100% chance of recovery from from an infection that is safer than influenza virus? See, he's a great doctor, Dr. Zelenko. Why why the hell would you put that in your kid's body? Why would you put that in your body? I was I was listening to Harry's story just now, and the exact same thing. My son, who's four or four years, four months, six week DTAP shots mm. within uh, overnight. That was last thing in the evening. By six thirty seven the next morning, he was at forty five degrees. When we took him to the ER, they told us we've got four hours with him. They couldn't get his temperature down. Six weeks old, and then. <laughs> My, I was told four hours, it was eight o'clock, 12 o'clock past. Then I was told brain damage likely. Then I was told he's having, he's going into these uh, tremor seizures. So they said, now first they told me breastfeed. Then they said, don't breastfeed. Your body heat is spiking his temperature. He's again going into seizures and all of this. And he survived and uh, nobody ever listened to me. So I was that convinced. I took him for his 15 month shots. And mind you, I had a fully vaccinated daughter at that stage. And at the 15th month, once he got a fever, but nothing as drastic as that. But over the next eight, uh, next 12 months, we had eight rounds of antibiotics. I kept going back to the doctors because suddenly something in me started clicking. I was spending sleepless nights with a child who was just arc his back all night. Motherhood. And, uh, Motherhood. Yep. And then finally, I started going back with white papers that do you know? DTAP shots, the single largest US settlement, is 61 million. That's 75 to a million New Zealand and so on, to the point that they started offering me Prozac. 
They said, Josh Preet, you've got postnatal depression. Oh. <laughs> and all of that stuff. Oh, they tried to It came to a head in February 2020. By then, we had been in New Zealand uh, 10 years, 11 years, and my husband's arms license were due for renewal. And he submitted that before Christmas because they said, you know, after the Christchurch, this thing, it takes longer. And that comes back in February 2020, a month before COVID, saying that I, it's written there that your wife needs to get an independent mental assessment to for uh, Manpreet to get his arms license. So I had to go oh, to my GP. Thank you. And I had to get my mental frame of mind certified. And I, and I got the doctor. I said, what is written in my records? And he said, there's a word somewhere. It's written delusional because you, you went to the ER so many times. Wow. And uh, I'm like, right. And I said, you know exactly where I went to the ER. No one was listening to exactly. me. And I said, I had an extremely sick child and we needed support. I You get deemed as delusional. <laughs> and then ultimately, I got the doctor. I got the doctor to write what I wanted because I was I was like, one word, you've written delusional. This is my husband's arms license now held back, renewals held back. And he's had nothing on his record. It's because of his wife. Someone has written the word delusional. A crazy one. And uh, <laughs> the other day, I went to the same doctor's surgery again because I'd asked for deregistration, unenrollment. And they had my paperwork for me. On the first one was this script. And it says, uh, Jashpreet Boparai came in uh, for a, a mental health assessment. She was, uh, it was thought she was depressed, but... Her worries were sorted once her son was properly diagnosed. I see no reason why her husband cannot hold an arms license. And just looking at it was surreal two years later that now when I look back, it is so clear how I was being gaslit. Absolutely. That happened to you, Heidi, didn't it? Yeah, they tried to medicate me when my son was mm -hmm. like, because the peak, Rody was having 200 seizures a week, every week, and they just said, you know, you need to be on antidepressants. I was like, well, you can't, that's not going to fix this. It's a give it, you just need to it's, calm down. Well, it's just amazing how they want to dole out Prozac for, for everything. And I, in fact, even took it once. And then within two weeks, I was feeling like very weird, not feeling, actually not feeling anything. And it came to a head when my husband comes home from the farm and there I'm sitting and my child is sitting crying and I'm actually, I'm not re registering anything. And I'm like, I picked you up. And you I don't care. That's why. That's, that's what the they want you to yeah, I, I flushed yeah. him down the toilet. And yeah. Manpreet is yeah, staring at me. Disgusting. He said, they, they said that these, you cannot just stop having them. These need to be tapered mm. off. And I'm like, really? A lot of beta blockers, like loads of things that they <laughs> give you. And not only that, can I just uh, add one thing? Uh, you know, like when a child's born back in the day, I've got four children, you see, a 13, 12, 11, and eight year old now. Like, you see these nasal sprays that they're giving the kids nowadays. Like, they, they, it's like a thing that they do at the beginning. I know, uh, Lingo, I haven't gone to work today. Not at all. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> like, it, <laughs> I stayed up too late last night. I phoned in. <laughs> but, um, but point being is, like, I woke up good, though, as you can tell. But like, what gets me is that they give these kids stuff that, they don't need to, and especially it's um I think it's something to do with the flu. You know the you know sixty you were sixty used to be advised to get the flu jab, yeah. Now they've got it in the nasal spray for kids. It's like why are you why are you doing it? No wonder. Like I, I heard earlier, you've got so much autism, so much. Why is that? Why why in the last fifteen years? I'm thirty six years old. 
all remember like you say there was not many all right there was naughty kids but they weren't they weren't out of the ordinary but they weren't disabled these kids yeah, are disabled exactly. Yeah, well, yeah, they weren't, they weren't disabled, but it's now, you find that there's a lot, and I'm not going to lie when I heard you say that, I've got to agree with you, I can't not agree with you, it's so right, and I don't know what the cause is, but there's definitely a cause. Mm, there has to be, for every effect, there must be a cause, Yeah, that's science, hmm. it, it can't well, be. the medication that we've been given. Well, well, I don't well, know. Yeah, yeah, don't you know, know. Put your fingers up and go, medication. What is it? <laughs> you it's, know. It's just yeah, every day because they're, they're even talking about over in the States, uh, like a few decades ago, America were really, really healthy people. And then obviously Fauci's, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Fauci. Fauci. He's don't got in there and he's got his fingers through Fauci. the whole thing. And then. Since that, the whole health of the American people have just declined, just gone, because he's meant to be getting medication to help people. But as we know, they're making medication to poison everyone. So Healthy people this make is just money. a message to all the haters right. out there who are attacking me. Now, if you attack Anthony, <laughs> Dr. Anthony Fauci, you are also attacking science. <laughs> Because as you yeah, know, exactly. I am science. <laughs> what, you what, can call me another funny Father thing is, Science. I've got any inflammatory that I take, Cerebrox. It normally has the sticker over it with my name in that on. I turn the box over today and it's Cerebrox Pfizer. Pfizer medication. And I'm like, what the if this is, I'm taking, they're giving me Pfizer medication. Mm. So that now is going all in the bin. I'm not taking any more of it. It's just like stuff that. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but it's a pill. It's a it's a business model for a pill for every ill. And the thing is, also, yeah. if you look at the food, back in the day, grandmothers and then mothers used to hand down the old herbal remedies. So if you were sick, you washed your hands, you stayed in bed, you burnt off the fever, which is part of brain yeah. development for a child. You didn't suppress it. You were given chicken soup, and you weren't allowed out until you started feeling better. And we used to rest and, and we used to heal and the body used to innately fix itself. And mothers and grandmothers knew what to do. And that's who we looked to. We handed over our power, i.e. our dollars, to the marketing companies and the pharmaceutical companies. And now they're yep. doing it all for us. That and is what it's about. Everything used to come out of the garden as well. That's that right. We used to eat food. Used to make, food is used my to come out of the garden. And yep. the recipes used to be passed down from grandmother to yep. mother to daughter. And now that's all gone as well. So yeah. it's a combination of everything. Absolutely. Yeah, we, food, the right, but we didn't hand it down to them, though. We didn't hand it down to them. They've, they've slowly controlled us. You know, this is what everyone's got to realise. It realize, happened in but... the 80s when nutritional science came in and when marketers understood branding. And they thought it lady. Look at that flamidomites in the 70s, was it in the 70s? Yeah. Flamidomites, you know, it's like, you know. I can't say it myself now. You know, you had pregnant women taking folic, folic, something to do with folic, I think. Folic acid. We've got a proper chemist. So just mind what you say about chemists. They're not all no, but still, no, I'm not saying the wrong, up. but the thing is you can get administered <laughs> the wrong shit and stuff. And, well, even the Bible you know. says it doesn't change that some medicines uh, don't work. 
like that woman that she'd had all these treatments and she had this, um, she was bleeding that Jesus spoke to no, and no one could help her. And, but then the Bible says that there are some laughter is good, like a medicine. So we know that there are some good medicines out there. Not all of them are bad. A little wine. Um, yeah, that's a good one. Hey, that, yeah, that's, that's the thing. Do you, you know, the other night we had, um, um, what's his name? Johnny Appleseed on, and he's, he's been, uh, I think he's got kidney problems or uh, liver problems. And they've said that he's, he's 38 and he's, he's drunk so much that um, he's gonna, his, his life's going to be shortened. But they've offered him all this medication, but he's thinking, no, I'm just going to stick with the Jack Daniels. <laughs> probably, you know, I feel for him, but I know Johnny. I've spoke to him for yeah. about two years, and he's, nice, he's a lovely man. bloke, and he, he was yeah. one spectrum to another, to be fair. He's changed his movement a little bit yes. since I've known him. Yes. And I knew him as Johnny Rebel, to be fair, because I was yeah. a rebel on here as well. But I've kind of calmed down a little bit due to <laughs> just the episodes that I actually listen to. And you know, when you, you know he's a good bloke, and it's a shame that he's felt like that because that what that tells you is that he's got no trust in his in his in in the health system, you know, and it's a shame to be honest. Well, I've lost it, and I think Shane, you've lost it, haven't you? I mean, you're a professional, uh, you're a, a board certified pharmacist. You've lost faith in your industry. Yeah, yeah quite a bit of faith in my in the industry, and I think this is an old issue with with me and this podcast. Is I never had faith in the industry because I was hired to stop the industry or medical industry from hurting patients. That's the only job a pharmacist has. Yep. That's it. So, um, and I was a clinician. I worked in general practice and. Uh, Especially HIV AIDS, and and so I wasn't actually too much out in the community for a, for the the, uh, the the reason portion of my career. But uh, you know, all that being said, the people that I worked with worked with that's that's the part that lets me down. People who should be doing medical literature review and figuring out that the infection fatality rate's really low. That was back in the uh, you know twenty twenty. We should have known and been broadcasting this out, and instead they just bought into the system and just went with it. And the and some of these people, you know, these are post double post grad pharmacists, clinician people who work in hospitals, and review studies and medical literature. That's what they do. They sit around and, and do that. I mean, we're big nerds, and they and I asked them, well, what's the infection fatality rate for this COVID thing? I no idea, none. So you look at that and you go, well, I look at that and I go. Yeah, why have faith in this? Like, this but is Shane, lost. What about, look at all the, the 800,000 people in America had died in 2020 as a result of COVID-19. Well, I would say let's look at the overall mortality of the United States for maybe the five years prior to that and compare what the mortality in 2020 was, taking into consideration that there were three states whose governors mandated that recovering COVID patients be placed into nursing homes, which then gave you the excess death they call it in in uh, epidemiology the excess death i mean that's that's what i believe because we know there was 15 to 20,000 just in new york because of what andrew cuomo governor andrew cuomo did with putting the recovering patients there but we also had michigan whose governor Wichmer put uh, put patients in the nursing homes that's where we got those excess deaths with uh, a lot of them other than that the the mortality rate didn't change all that much and the 
you know, sort of the flagship for this is Sweden that didn't go with the rest of the world and did their own thing in 2020. And I think it was 0.08% of their population, they uh, more, more deaths, uh, that's out of their population. They had uh, not so many, not so many per the population. And so I look at it and they go, well, it's, it's not what it was billed. And all, all medical systems around the world should have critical thinkers because these are healthcare professionals who are trained in drug literature review and medical literature and evaluation. We take courses on it. And then we sit around and throw bricks at each other about studies. And then we measure you know, how powered these studies are for whatever they're looking for. We do a lot of work in this. And, and they've just dropped it. They said, well, whatever the government's doing, that's what we're doing. And I've had nurses tell me that. Well, you know, I just do what the government t- tells me, and I just take the shots because that's what the government says. And it's, we've, we've lost it. It, it. I can understand why people would lose faith in the system that's there. I get it. Yeah, there's one doctor um, that I was, I had a trailer that I was playing and he said, you know, the public have lost all credibility in us and rightly so. He's disgusted and, and just as you are. Well, and look at what's happening to the uh, and, doctor, and, like Dr. Mac, Matt Shelton. He was very early oh, on yeah. in this. And Dr. Conlon just, um, he's come up, to, what, yesterday or today that they've suspended his license we're just putting notes in that said, you know, patient says they became magnet magnetic after they had the, the jab. And mm. this is a note that he placed into a computer. Well, it, there's, they've suspended this man's license. The, the councils the, and why these things exist is only for this reason. They say that they exist to protect the public from the providers. In other words, the nursing council, pharmacy council, medical council aren't set up to, to help those professionals, they're supposedly set up to protect the public from these people. Mm, but you have people you, who you did. You have people who document, you know, what's going on with their patients, and now they're being suspended. You have people like me who, who ask Jacinda Ardern some questions, and then the pharmacy council sends me a letter stating that we need to have you investigated because we think you asking Jacinda Ardern may compromise your ability to practice pharmacy. I mean, you must be joking. You absolutely must be joking. What's happened with that? But nothing so far. I've, I, I sent them back. Uh, I, I'm handling this in a very public way. They were aware of that. I said, whatever you send me is going to go public. I'm going to put it out there. So then they sent me this note that said private and confidential. And I said, well, you know, I've already told them. So if people who complained about me who are now out on the Internet listed there want to complain the pharmacy council knew ahead of time matter of fact i doxed one of the patients the people because it was clearly just political none of these complaints came in until mm-hmm. november 2nd which is when i asked jacinda Arter questions the the pharmacy council instead of actually caring about somebody's practice is now being political or politicized maybe from higher above i don't know but i've uh done an official information act request which can't be because these apparatchiks of the government, these sort of quasi-governmental agencies, because they're not government agencies, which is, and they're created under a health act, so they should be, but they're not. So they're not, they're not under the Official Information Act request. If you want information from them, you have to go into the Privacy Act, which they've honored, and they said, we'll do that. So my question to them was, who in the government whether it be an agent of the government, an appointee, uh, elected official, whoever, who has the Pharmacy Council of New Zealand talked to in any other government agency or 
on behalf of the government or acting as a contractor about me because I want to know how political this is because this goes to a higher court, to the high court. And, and mm. we'll go and say you vi- violated the New Zealand Bill of Rights Act. You, you know, so we'll, we'll figure out who these people are. So I said to him, uh, the email when they <clears throat> sent me the long letter, I just said, you know what? I warned you. You asked for it. F off in mm. a minute. So uh, these people aren't to be respected. There's no point to it. They're not protecting no, they, people. They've lost they're it going, all. They lost respect. They're going, yeah, they're going after people. And you know, I've asked Jacinda Ardern infection fatality rate question. The, the Pharmacy Council has this question on board. Well, they've never come back and said, oh, you were right about the infection fatality rate. It's extremely low per all these studies. Yeah, well, they didn't say that. Story. So the, the Pharmacy Council isn't out there protecting patients as they propose is their primary goal. If they were, Rory James Nairn wouldn't be dead today. Because giant, somebody giant. in the pharmacy council, maybe the CEO, Michael Pede, would step up to the plate or maybe Owen George, who has a PhD, who is a pharmacist, who is a clinician, who sent that, who signed that letter that I was sent. Maybe he could get his ass out there and look at these studies and come out and say, hey, you know, here's how we protect the patients. There's some serious information out here that contradicts what the government is saying. Instead, a paid shill doing a shill's job. Well, shame well, on him and shame on the pharmacy council. Exactly. And, you know, you know, not only that, like even in England, just like I suppose all over the world. He's from England, by the way. You can't go to your local you, – you, oh, brilliant, even better. You, you can't even go to your local practitioner anymore. You can't go you, – you know, the only reason you can go if you can get the jab and get they get paid for it. I know I'm bothered about the money movement. But what gets me is that people are getting declined to have treatment for cancer due to this pandemic. And because of that, you're getting more people die, you know. So you're actually causing a, a brilliant effect if, if that's what you're actually trying to do. Not you, you know what I mean. You know, it's quite scary, you know. Yeah. So you can't get help because, oh, there's a pandemic. Oh, don't you understand everyone's really ill? But these people who actually have got real, proper, serious injuries need help. And they're being declined. And I've seen it everywhere in, in so many places in the United Kingdom. It's disgusting. Ellis says that now the politicians are taking medical, making medical decisions and diagnosis and the doctors are doing politics before treating people. Very well. Exactly, exactly, exactly that, my friend, exactly that. Neither one of them qualified to do the other's job. Huh. Maybe not qualified yeah. to do and their own. You, you have to become a media organization. Yes. You had to, you had to forego your, your uh, pharmacy career and become a journalist. I, I bet you didn't want to become a journalist. I didn't want to be doing having a podcast. No. I'd like to be in bed. No, no. I, I honestly just couldn't. Sleeping. I honestly just couldn't handle the liars. Like I would stand there and look at Jacinda Ardern say, "This is the you know, single source of truth," and I thought, "Well, what the hell did I just study all these, you know, almost a decade and and practice to become board certified for?" If Jacinda Ardern with a, a communications degree is going to get up there and tell everybody how to how this is supposed to go. Will, There's been what, what? over a 20 to one return. If you had put that money into an S&P 500 and reinvested the dividends, you'd come up with something like $17 billion, but you think it's $200 billion. Here, yeah. You're okay, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get COVID if you have, 
these vaccinations. These vaccines are highly, highly effective. Vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. They're really, really good against variants. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. Get your first shot, and when you're due for your second, get your second shot. Our key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. When people are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. If you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized, you're not going to be in an ICU unit, and you're not going to die. If you are fully vaccinated, you no longer need to wear a mask. Anyone who is fully vaccinated can participate in indoor and outdoor activities, large or small, without wearing a mask or physical distancing. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. You know, we didn't have vaccines that block transmission. We got vaccines that help you with your health, but they only slightly reduce the transmissions. We need a new new way of doing the vaccine. The level of virus in the nasopharynx of a person who's vaccinated and infected is the same level as the level of virus in the nasopharynx of an unvaccinated person. Reports from our international colleagues, including Israel, suggest increased risk of severe disease amongst those vaccinated early. And if you look at Israel, mm -hmm. which has always been a month to a month and a half ahead of us, they are seeing a waning of immunity, not only against infection, but against hospitalizations and to some extent death. A booster might actually be an essential part of the primary regimen that people should have. The plan is for every adult to get a booster shot. It's uh, clearly one of the best investments uh, I've ever been involved in. That's right. 20 bucks back for every dollar you put in, eh, Bill? That's a lot of money. I think it's all about money. Well, it is because um, old what's his name Hipkins just let out the other day that uh, every vaccine was worth thirty six bucks a shot. Oh, Shane, it's more than that, isn't it? Well, that's that's I I think because I've been looking into this a bit that I think mm -hmm. that is thirty six dollars from what the their Pfizer is getting paid, but I don't know I don't think that's the administration fee for the doctors. I hear that's quite a bit higher. They yeah. paid what? There, there was a thing around that for each, um, like in a medical facility, if a doctor gets you to have a jab there, they get a hundred dollar sort of bonus per jab or something. It's 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 hard to con it's hard to confirm. The Countersman Media did a six hour symposium, and they asked, I think it was NZDOS doctors, uh, SOS doctors, and also. I think there was some academics on there like Simon Thornley, but they were trying to figure out, you know, how much do you get paid? And the doctors were, and I love, I love my doctors by the way, but they were all, Oh no, 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 no. It does defend doctor land. And I thought, okay, maybe. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's the same thing all the way through though. The doctors have been quiet. The nurses have been quiet. The people who are getting vaccine injured, are like people dying. They're being kept quiet. Everyone's been silenced this way or that through threats or something. Why are they not coming out? This is the... Well, we did have um, some people come out. I interviewed a girl named Repack, a woman named Repack, who's in her 20s, and she's vaccine injured. And uh, she was... It took a while to get her 
to interview because she was so injured. She was in and out of the ER. She had palpitations. She had racing hearts. She had passing out episodes, passing out like uh, pre-syncable, almost passing out and uh, chronic fatigue, uh, uh, joint aches. I mean, she massive headaches. Like she went through the ringer and they told her this is probably due to the vaccine, but in her discharge summary, they just put, uh, occurred shortly after vaccination, so they didn't pin it on. One, but she's she's one. Yeah, she's spoken out and she's very brave about it. Uh, but there's a stigma attached to it. She she did mention that during the interview as well. And that stigma is if you say that you're vaccine injured, people think you're crazy. Uh, hence, That's like Jack, somebody going to give you a uh, yeah an antidepressant because you know you're mm. just not right. Yeah, that's what that's what that's what um, Jaspreet was offered when she was worried about her one of her children. And Heidi was definitely they said she was crazy for complaining. um, Prozac. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What was that? Um, Jaspreet, can you just fill us in again on that in case? um, Yep, I was worried my son had a reaction after his DTAP shots, or at least that's not what they were saying. But within hours of it, he reached 45 degrees, and we were told we just have four hours with him to say our goodbyes. And I was obviously, Mm -hmm. after that, it took, he was a very sick child. And uh, whenever I went back asking questions that something doesn't feel right, he was fine before that. After a while, they started offering me Prozac. God. And, and, and that's, that's I, I criminal in my that. eyes because in yeah. in the U.S. we have something called the vaccine injury. Well, it's not. It's vaccine injury pro, uh, program, uh, compensation program. But there's a, there was a court set up back in the 80s for this. And so they knew the, the, the vaccine companies pushed for this because that's how it works in America. And they said, you know, we're not going to make any of these vaccines unless we are immune from litigation or being sued. And so the government set that up for them. And this was this came out during one of the pseudo uh, pandemics or, or in the U.S. Which is wrong word pandemic, but um, the outbreak of a disease and the manufacturer made they told the government we will make this vaccine and then they held it. And they said, we're not going to release it until you give us immunity because we don't want to be sued if something happens. Well, they set up a whole court around this. So we've known this for ages. And any doctor who is dealing with you and your son should also have known that. There was a case, as I recall, it was in the 90s, and a girl was vaccine injured. It went to court. She won. She has autism. She actually won the case. And they came out and they interviewed the head of the FDA at the time, and they said, okay, so vaccines can cause autism, because this case, and she said, well, this was a legal matter. This wasn't a medical matter. However, we do admit that some children with rare mitochondrial disorders can have, quote, autism-like symptoms. That's oh. as close as I've ever seen anyone out of the FDA or the CDC or the NIH in America admit that these things can cause autism, but it's autism-like is what they said. So they know doctors should have known and worldwide that vaccines yeah. do injure people because they've paid out billions out through this court billions. So if they're offering people antidepressants because they believe they might have a vaccine injured child that they should have, they should be struck it off the record. This, I mean, this register, this, there's no, there's no excuse for that. 
And I, I had a friend who was in the U.S. and uh, spoke to her. She's in the medical profession there, a specialist, and spoke to her then when this was happening. She was constantly, how's your son now? How are you doing? And she said, uh, report an injury to VIERS. So that's the U.S. lingo. I had no idea. I had a ch- daughter that was fully vaccinated. This was all new to me. And I tried and I, she asked me next day, are you done? And I said, no, they said there's nothing. She says, tell them you're not blaming them. Tell them it just helps the manufacturer get a better view of this thing, get a better picture. Tell them you're not blaming them. I again tried. Nothing. I was consistently stonewalled. And then she started researching on my behalf. And she tells me, she says, just read. I, what I'm seeing here is, she says, out here in the U.S., other than the the practice where she works, they have cover for the doctors. She says, I need to have my own $10 million worth of cover for myself in case I'm sued. She says, you guys have ACC there. Your doctors are not worried. She says, if it had happened to a child in the yep. States that I yep. had injected, she says, even before I was you know, doing a spinal tap or something, she said, I would have had my nurse practitioner quickly file in a report because we are so scared, to use her exact words, of getting our asses sued. She says, your doctors are not worried there. So, because of ACC. Yes, There's no accountability. I don't know how right or wrong it is. This was my mate's perspective. What do you think? Yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's like in the NHS, if like, a lot of people have stopped working, but they, they, they have not been terminated from their contract, there's a reason because of that. And if you're a long-term like, employee, you, you will not get sacked because... Because of this, like I've looked into it as well, and trust me, you will get sued. <laughs> you will if you terminate anyone's employment in, in for the last three years because of this. You are going to get a backlash, and if you don't think it, you are. It's simple as that. Well, everyone's gone quiet. I turn my back on you lot for what one thirty seconds. And I come back, and it's dead here. <laughs> Just cut that out. No, we were. Come on, guys. Come on, Shane. You're an um, you, you're an administrator, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's, there's going to be a backlash though of all the kids that have missed out on education and and so many other different factors? Do you think there's not going to be a backlash? We're going to have on... we're going to have a huge generation of children with with mental health I, issues I and social problems. I fully agree with you. I really do. And bonding issues. And, um, yeah, there will be. There a will be. But it's the redirection that we. <clears throat> yeah, it will be. And the business. I mean, it, it's. But I think it's the redirection we all need. To, we all need. Because it it's gone too far. Anyway, I mean, for me, with my son, all the amount of friends I lost when I said that my son was vaccine injured. Like, it wasn't just the doctors. So this herd mentality of people turning on people. Now, this was happening to me. I was out there on a limb by myself saying all this stuff. And I was well-researched because I didn't have Google. I had the library. And um, I was, a, I was yeah, a nut job, <clears throat> an extremist, a hippie, you know, organic. I was labeled a whole lot of things. So what's happening now has – and the, the beauty of now is we have social media. Back then um, – we didn't have that, so I was very isolated. But over the 21 years, I've met about 200 families that have all had vaccine-injured children. And so the, the, our stories are all the same, all the same. But they used to be able to isolate us, and they can't isolate us now. So that's that's one of the good things about it all happening now because it needs to happen. 
I can remember. There's going to be a lot Dad, more issues going on. You're going to have people. You know, I remember back, back in the. Center. I remember back in the sixties um, when I was very ill, and I think, and I'd had all my jabs. You know, my mum took me to the doctor all the time. You know, if I fell out of bed in the middle of the night, you know, mum and dad would be there to get catch me before I hit the ground. They were lovely parents. Uh, maybe that wasn't such a good thing. <laughs> they were, maybe they were too too good. But um, uh, I can remember Dad saying um, that one of the doctors had had um, taken Dad aside and su- suggested that my mum might be a, a hypochondriac because she's imagining that I've got all these things wrong with me. And I had things wrong with me. I was a really sick kid. Huh. You know, I, I, so I had pneumonia and all sorts of things. You know, I was, I was really, you know, my, and my parents, you know, we, they, were, they weren't um, poor. So we had plenty of good food. Um, it's your genetics. You know, I just wonder not? whether, whether just... I'm a nutcase like I am now because of my vaccine. Maybe I'm vaccine injured. Yeah, you hold, you hold all your farts in liberty, and it all comes to, <laughs> to your mouth, and that's what it is. Right? Could be right. Could be right. But I can remember this. I've never mentioned this before, and it's certainly not on a podcast. But um, my mother, she'd be a hundred now, but she would she be born in nineteen nineteen? Oh yeah, she'd be over hundred. But um, I can remember back in the sixties that, um, and uh, you know. Not it, never did I ever think, even all through my life, did I ever think that either my mother or my father were hypochondriacs or had any mental issues ever, you know. And you'd you'd pick it up, wouldn't you, if you thought your parents were nuts? But that's yeah. what the doctor had said to Dad. The perhaps Mum's a hypochondriac because she's imagining that Grant's got these things wrong with him. But isn't I it? That, but that, that was looking the nineteen forties. Sorry, nineteen forties. Yeah, 1940s, they used to say that if you if you was depressed about something, they'd put you in a mental home. You know, look how far we have came. You know, the death rate in them t- times were like 35 and you're dead. You know, it's like we have come far. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't well, they just got no you know, more efficient at killing people is how far we've come. <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, yeah, but in a different way. That's the thing. Yeah. You know? Pollution don't no, kill no one anymore. We need to lose 50 no million people before 2028, I heard. And it's like, if you don't lose them, then the economy is going down. And it's like, our economy is getting absolutely rifled anyway. It's like, you know. But what's the incentive for a, a pharmaceutical company to be killing people? Well, it's, I don't Wouldn't think... Wouldn't they rather it, just keep you sick, I, I, keep you... Yeah, pain? yeah. I think it's long-term, really, but not that long, you know, like... Something's happened in the last three years, like, and I think everyone knows it, like, in their back of their heads. Something's happened. I, I, even no one can put the finger on it, but something's been made or happened in order for this crap to go on. To be honest, because what do we do as general citizens? We just go to work and make sure our family and ourselves are okay, you know. And it's like now we're just being inflicted with a lot of crap that, like. We could have easily just like heard, you know, like they say, heard, heard, what is it, heard immunity, you know what I mean? Like, mm. it's just easy to be able to do that. And they should have done that from the get go, but they haven't. They've forced people, they've pushed people, they've tested people. And it's, it's pretty sad now because I look at my children now, like, and I feel sorry for them because what else are they going to pull out of the bag in the next five to 10 years? It's scary. 
Imagine if they bring what's that new one called where you bleed out of your eyes and orifices. Oh, imagine now. Oh, oh God. God. What's it? Marburg. <laughs> Something Berg. Yeah, Marburg. Marburg, yeah. I mean, do you think they might pull. Craig, uh, Shane, do you think they could pull that out of the hat? What is that? I don't even know what that is. What is it? It's a terrible thing that uh, Hua's saying is out there. It's another one. It's like, it's like Ebola. But that's man-made as well, though, right? Well, so, Ebola was man-made, I, I heard. Oh, yeah, the Ebola was a load of bollocks. Mm. <laughs> oh, sorry, I don't mean to swear. Sorry, but it was. It really was. It's like <laughs> they stopped it as quick as they made it. So what is going on? Yeah, that was well, it's a spiritual war, isn't it? That's all I it's can put unreal. it down to. It's unreal. It doesn't make sense. I've got no they idea what's it. going on. All they I know is there must be money involved. I did a, a, a workshop last weekend, and um, it's like for standing up for yourself and uh, going against all the, the government corporations and um, do uh, I do not consent sort of thing. And um, it's sort of coming out. It's a whole... Uh, the whole idea of this, what's going down now, has been planned for a long time because the world's money situation is running out of control. It's becoming broke. They're trying to get this new digital foreman so they can move over to another type of money. But in the meantime, they can't just change uh, now or it'll just fall on its face. So it's coming down to a money thing. It's also depopulating the world because it's overrun. But it's a why would they, as well. Max, but why what would the drug companies, Max, why would the drug companies want to be involved in the population world? Because, you know, Gates is involved in this and that, but the thing is... Yeah, but I don't know. Is that true? The whole world, like New Zealand is a corporation, which we are talking about before, it's not a country, it's registered as a corporation, but everyone is registered throughout the planet, like in, in our countries, and because we're registered... We're stock on the stock market. We're insured because of that. You just so lost Jess for the deaths, for the <laughs> She's, that she's we, gone now, Max, happen, because of you. <laughs> the deaths that happen through the world, the countries are now claiming the insurance from all these deaths to get money back in their kitty while they're setting up this digital solution for control. Um, and then they're going to switch over to that. So they're recouping all the money from all the people dying, they're depopulating the planet and they're getting control over everyone. It's a big big thing. To, the whole unit is uh, coming together. That, that's, under, that's under the whole common law theory and that, and that could be a possibility. Like I'm not surprised at anything anymore. However, that doesn't make sense because where does the money come from the insurance companies? I think the insurance companies and the pharmaceutical companies are going to end up eating each other because the pharma will, will fall yeah, in the I agree. and they will be... They will what, be bankrupt. What, what gets me is that at the end of the day, when everyone's gone and they've got all this money, all the industries are going to be nearly gone. All the people are nearly going to be gone. So why have all this money in the first place? But it's not about would, money. Would, it's would about resources, notice, right? Would we notice if there was, um, you know, like uh, if, 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 say, half the Earth's population died, through this vaccine thing over the next few years. Do you think they could cover that up? Do you think we would really notice? Okay, well, I'm going to say 
if we if we know that all the corruption's coming out on every other level, how do we know that what they say is the number of people on Earth is actually true? Is there actually seven billion oh, of us? That's very interesting. Like, is there? I, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't thought of it like that. Who's no, you are it? right. You are right. To be honest, I don't know about what. What do you think, Shane? I'm. Am I surrounded? Have I surrounded myself with a bunch of conspiracy theorists? No, because you know what it is. Critical it, it, thinkers. Go on. It ain't that easy. Because like we are only looking and and learning through what we ac- experience, and that's yeah. the thing. Like a lot of people say, "Oh, you conspiracy theorists," and it's like, "Come on, no." I waited and I didn't take the the, the job, and now. Now, like my missus, this is where I love this kind of movement because you've got my missus who you've got a person crying on her arm going, the med me take it, and she's got a problem with her eye. I'm not joking. Since she had it, she had a problem with her eye and she keeps going bloodshot and it keeps swelling up. And she's going, I'm not sure if it's to do with the jab. Uh, They call it COVID eye. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm not calling nothing covid anything but like, <laughs> like, wow yeah i'm like wow is that the case because you took the the the, the shot and she's uh, due for a second one and my missus is saying to her like she ain't saying don't take it my missus would never say that but what's what's you know look at the average person they are worried because they just don't want to she ain't got a family she ain't got a mum or dad she ain't got no job. Uh, jo- she ain't got no way of like, earnings unless she keeps a job. And the only way that she's kept a job is due to taking the job in order to keep a bloody job. And it's disgusting. Where with me, I'll carry my missus until she needs to get another job. No problem. And I told her that I said, and she was my missus was really, really like talking to me as she was washing up. Actually, she was like, "I'm gonna take it, you know." And I'm like, "Beck, do what you want." Do what you want. And, you know, when you come to a point where I ain't going to try and tell you to do what you want to do, do what you think. And then she waited and waited. And then she got told she'd lose her job by the end of this week. But this was like three months ago. And Mm. you know what? Like the government has just said, and I keep saying it and I'll say it all day long, which I can't believe it. And I I high-fived my missus. I know. I'm suspicious that it's even true. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's like the, this. The, the the she's now she she they've just allowed her free. She's just booked in three weeks worth of work, even though she got told by the third of February she's not allowed to work due to the the the, the being on the mandate. Yeah, yep. yeah, and now yep. they've gone. No, no, you can work. That she's literally phoned into the QE hospital. Look it up. You can do it. Do your research, and they allow her in. They allow her in. So what's going on? What's going on? Because the shorter staff and the can't cope. Simple as that. Well, what that tells me is that the video I saw of Boris saying it's all off wasn't lip synced or whatever they call it. It was. It was. It wasn't fake news. It wasn't someone yeah, just fake news. Me. No, it is not yeah. fake news, my friend. It's real. Trust me. Yeah. Well, yeah, Sajid Javid will tell you on Monday if it's fake news, won't he? Well, I'll tell you straight because my missus is literally living it. So. It, I'm from England. I'm from Birmingham. It's definitely not fake news, my friend. <laughs> so um, I heard today. I heard today in New Zealand, um, someone that has been told that they have to be mandated here by the 27th of March, just yep. to hold off because the New Zealand government might downgrade it to a cold. 
Yeah, that's contracted employees. <laughs> March was contracted way. employees. There was a different date. Did you know this as well? There was a different date. We contracted employees and zero-hour contractors. Zero-hour contractors can only work to the 3rd of February, where uh, contracted employees will have to wait until March. And then they start, even though, you know, whether they take the first job or the second job, but where we've, the, 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 the zero hours, they had to take the first jab within February in order to work from April because of the fiscal tax year. I just believe they're trying to get every person into work now because of the, the elections. It, it's blatantly obvious, to be honest. So, yeah, that's a point, isn't it? Elections coming up. Got to get the people back on side again and then bring is. out a new variant. Of course Exactly. There's Fucking a new variant right. out now. Exactly. Because the laws are all there, aren't they? Oh, I mean, they oh, man. We, we, we see the laws before. have been passed, right? Yep. They can go straight back in with those heavy-handed tactics, jackboots tactics. It was a, like don't you did. think it was a, just a massive test? It was a massive flipping test. That's what it was. That's what I wondered. Is it just a, a trial run? Is it sort of like event two hundred one? They're just testing the yeah, seeing how bad. How, will it go to civil war? No. All right, we can push and push until yeah. it does. Yeah. Simple yeah. as that. We now know that we can get people walking around in the fresh air all wearing masks. We now know that we can we can actually dictate to them what type of mask they buy. So they'll buy the one that's. It's true. <laughs> it's true. And you know what? Yeah, oh, like I put earlier, I've just looked on you, Dad. It's a uh, what have they just passed off? They've just, they've just, uh, government writes off seven point, uh, eight point seven billion PPE costs, personal protective equipment costs during the pandemic. You know, they write that off. Oh, you, you know, just write no, your government didn't do, do. You, you just wrote that off. You paid for that. All well, exactly. The, all right, on the taxpayer, they're, they're ripping us to shreds, my friend. Yeah, we're paying for our own death as well. Through the vaccines, we're paying for you're that. right. We pay Pfizer to kill us, and well, you I'm know what? Have, uh, an you know what? I'm so happy for the people that have just stood back a little bit. I even know doctors. Mm. I, I literally, have, I've got friends who are doctors, and I know that they've got. I ain't taking that fucking job. Sorry to swear, <laughs> but I, they've blatantly told me I ain't taking it. No, it, until mm. no, they've even said the same thing as me, and this is why like, a lot of people are like, oh, just a bit unsure. You've got to be sure to take something, you know. It's like yeah. an ecstasy pill. Are you going to take that pill that could kill you in one drop? You know, What's it's that? like... What's that ecstasy? You know, it's What's like, that? are you going to take it and then find out that your body can't cope with it and you die? That You know, that was a normal thing back in the day, like, to be told you don't do that. And now it's like, oh, take this. You know, well, whatever happens, happens. You know, disclaimer, by the way. You, if you die, it's not our fault. It's not our bad. It's all what's going on. What were you going to say, Shane? I've, I've, I've had a this. This was reported to me about a oh, a year or so ago that there were rapid antigen tests. Now this is big in New Zealand. I'm, other parts of the world have been using these, but mm. not here. Uh, not for a lot. Not for a bit. And these rapid antigen tests that are available over the counter in other countries, uh, this guy had millions of these things sitting in a warehouse in Auckland, and the government would not let him distribute and sell them. And so he, I mean, he's clearly made uh, quite an investment there. Well, 
I got a, a follow-up on that, that the government had purchased 1 million of his tests after the, uh, can't remember who the minister, don't even know who the minister woman was who was speaking with Ashley Bloomfield during the, one of their pressers. And they talked about these rapid antigen tests. So they bought a million off of him then, which, you know, he's got 2 million left in the warehouse. Is that three o'clock? Good question. So, so uh, what I've, then I've got a, a, a more recent follow-up that said that the government had got a, uh, given the guy a contract to put $50 million in his bank account overnight. And the what? contract is worth $100 million. This is what I'm hearing. And it's a fairly reliable source. Um, this is the same source who told me where Cindy was in Calacalla. Um Oh, that was good. You've got mates so, in the in the in the in the. Can I say? No, And so, um, and so, uh, this then this this guy says, you know, he's he's actually chartered a plane to fly to China to pick up more rapid antigen tests to bring them back to New Zealand so they can use them through June or whatever it is. Um, how are they going to do that? So money, yeah. So. We heard about Abbott's rapid antigen test. We heard about Roche's at rapid antigen test. But China, there's but, there's where your money's just gone. I think we're buying wing, wing, we're buying the people that bought that gave us the COVID. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to Wuhan Labs. According to yeah. many people in the know now, they said that escape that fires escape from there, and now you're buying, you're giving the Chinese money. Mm. And as we all know, uh, people like uh, Justin Trudeau and Jacinda Ardern really do appreciate China. Matter of fact, they appreciate him so much that they'll have uh, an economic summit with them down here in the Pacific. And uh, Jacinda Ardern chairs the whole thing and never mentions the, anything to Xi Jinping about uh, all his Muslims inside his Uyghur uh, concentration camps. But if you're here in New Zealand and you say something like you don't like uh, radical Islam cutting the heads off Christians, then you're a bad person who needs investigated. But she will sit there and speak with Xi Jinping and say absolutely nothing about it while then turning around and giving tens of millions of dollars to them for rapid antigen tests. I mean, you can't make this up. This is this is a scam somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you tell you never tell me anything about, you know, people giving you information. Why would I do that? Why would I do that? You don't even let me come around to your place. I don't let anybody come around in my Because you're getting calls all the time, aren't you? You've got things happening, man, haven't you? You've got, well, you've got, you know, got a proper big live studio there and you've got, you've got phone calls coming in with all the hot tips. Revolution News Media. Revolution yeah. Media New Zealand on te- NZ on Telegram, oh, sorry. actually. Yeah. That's all right. Yeah. Um, can you just put it in the chat? Because I they've done something oh, yeah. to me. I can't, I can't. They've done something to me. I cannot get any sound from... Telegram. Haven't had it for months. I've tried reinstalling it. I've tried all sorts on the wow. laptop, on the computer. They've they've done something to me. Hmm. Or I'm just said, censored um, on the telegram. The I'm gonna go. Simple. I'm gonna go too. But can I just ask, has any of any of you guys guy have you heard about the truckers in New Zealand? No. You haven't what? Yep. You haven't heard about the truckers in you no. heard about the truckers in Can in Canada? Oh, yeah, but in yeah. New Zealand, you've got one There's trucker or something. in the media here about truckers in New Zealand. Oh, it won't be in the media. There's a 1,000 that have registered. It's kicking off on Sunday. They're convoying oh. from Northland down to Wellington. Yep. Really? So, from Northland? From Northland oh. down to – there's a 1,000 already. So, Where do they start? Where are they starting in Northland? Cape Rain, um, is it? I'm not sure, actually. 
Okay, what, what do we do? We get on the side of the road and, and wave. Yeah, and toot yeah and get on the side of the road. They, We're leaving. You know, I'm leaving from Northland to go down just to Walkworth. I'll I'll go off there. Other friends are going from Raglan down to Wellington. So, um, spread the word. It's on. I'm not sure what it's on on Facebook, but it grew from 400 within six hours to 11,000. So it's getting lots wow, of momentum. Wow. Can, can you wow. find out? Does anyone know what the Facebook page is? And you know, you know that you know how kids they'll stand on the side of the road and they'll have their fist up in the air and they'll they'll pull it up and down, simulating the truck driver's horn little lever they've got in the cab. What say we do that when they go past? You know, like, yeah, absolutely. Do something like that. We just park up on the side of the road and let them go. Don't hold them up. You know, just my missus, like an, my missus turned round and said, "Like I wish I was the person to go to the rallies that were in Birmingham in England because of what's happened now." And it, 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 I feel for her in a way because it's like she's not no anti-vaxxer, but what she is is like you know, know the truth, like know what's happening and. I understand it more than ever now. It's Convoy New Zealand did, 22. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry for interrupting. Yeah, there you go. Convoy, Convoy New Zealand 22 on Facebook, so on check Facebook. it out. Okay. I'll also, it. it's also on Telegram as well. Oh, there you go. When, I get no sound on there. Was it Convoy 22? Convoy New Zealand 22. Can't okay. you put the link into the uh, someone chat? someone do that? I'm, I'm trying to do it. Convoy, how do you spell that? C-O-N-V-E-Y. No, O Y, O Y, C O N V O Y. I've been vaccine injured since I was little. I, I just put the link, me. Grant. Thank you. Oh, Grant. thank you. I just put thank the link. <laughs> thank you. All right, everybody. Okay, see you, Heidi. See you later. Be, be good. Nice. I'm going as well. Uh, uh, Thanks, thank Shane, you for, for listening to me, man. Enough love, man. Honestly. Yeah, well, you know, you got to get it off your chest, don't you? You know, I have to, you know, it's, it's, you know what? I can't, I can't ring no one up and you can't talk about it in work because I'll be in HR office straight away. (laughs) You know, well, thank you. I really appreciate you for this time. I really do. No worries, Caps. You're welcome anytime. You've got good info. Okay, mate. Catch you later. Um, Okay, thanks, uh, Shane. Shane's put up uh, convoy T dot. ME, oh, it's got some forward slashes in there, Convoy NZ uh, 2022. And then the Facebook page, there's a link up in there as well. So what I'll do is I'll grab these and I'll put them, when I publish this, I'll put them out there for others that are listening. Um, so thanks very much for joining us. Everyone's sort of whittling away. We're down to 14 people listening and um, we appreciate you listening. Please share our podcast and tell others if they want to have a chin wag, if they've got something on their chest and they want to get it off, give us a call and talk to us. And we've got some great people here that will listen. Um, oh, we've got La- Larry. We can't end the show without Larry. So Larry's at the top of the South Island. And Larry is by day a painter and a um, uh, what are you? A new- you're-, you're a newsman by, by night, aren't you, Larry? A newsman. We've all had to become newsmen. Well, that's a, that's news to me. <laughs> all right. What did you want to talk about, Larry? You're keen to talk about something. Well, I've only jumped in because I was on the phone with quite a few people um, concerning our little convoy. Um, oh, good. Yes. Um, I think I I tried to call you today, um, but you weren't available. Probably digging some spuds, were you? John Ansel had me working crazy. Yeah, editing well, and carrying on. Good on him. 
um, yes, no, I had this little thing. Um, I'm in the yeah. South Island. Oh, yeah, I see of- your message. Sorry. Mm. Um, I, I've got a little issue with Picton because I think we will cause unnecessary um, disturbances there. My thing would be to descend on Christchurch and Wellington. Um, but I've just spoken to one of the organizers. Um, and um, now they're plowing ahead with um, with the Picton plan. Um, so we're going to start at Picton and head south. Is that right? That's the southern one. No, 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 no. The whole south is going to go to Picton, trying to get on the ferry and go to Wellington. Oh, from the oh, well, oh, that's yeah. great. It's great. No, it's yeah. not. Yeah, Why, what's it? wrong with that? It has to be done. Have you seen Picton? Yeah. 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 There's, but there's trucks going in and out of there all the time. It's always busy. The people will just have to wait. And, you know, no, that's uh, fine. Yeah. No, maybe, maybe I'm a little bit over concerned, but I can see all sorts of um, problems arising. Um, um, so that's what I've been busy with the last few days. Um, actually, from, from when this whole thing started, I think Saturday. Um, I think it, it can really, really grow into something as big as it is in Canada right now. And Australia is getting on board. Um, they're already in Canberra. It's only um, that on New Zealand. I mean, no, I don't think it'll be anything like Canada, will it? Well, wait and see. Because um, there's 10,000 people now on the chat only. And um, there's a lot of people involved also in Europe um, on the same day. And that's why it's, um, it's focused on the 6th and the 7th. In Europe, they're going to descend on Brussels, which is the European um, headquarters. Um, wow. Yeah, we, we might see a little bit of, um, of action going on in the next week. And um, What do you think might happen? What's, what's your gut feeling? Well, in Europe particularly, um, it's sort of divided because a lot of people um, have shown such resolve in this whole thing that governments have let it go. They, um, um, to me, one of the first things that ha- have to go is, is these passport things because yep, it's the most absolutely. dangerous yep. in society you can have because it's so divisive. It's, it's, it's just insane. Um, that's the first thing that has to go and then the face mask and then the rest of it. Um, and then maybe a little bit of um, good health advice like ivermectin. Ooh. And then the governments have got to go. They've all got to go, don't they? Well, they um, have. Yeah, in, in a way they have to go. Um, but I think, like I've said before uh, on your show, um, these people are being deceived themselves, you know. They're culpable, but in a way, I think in in my heart of hearts, I think that they think what they're doing is right. And it's very hard to keep someone culpable for what they think is right. They're paying paying people to shut up and not talk about their child that's died from the vaccine or injured, paying them. You think that's not, they're not culpable. Yeah, but they've been led to believe, um, and not all of them, but certainly um, the majority of them, they've been led to believe this is just a necessary thing because dot 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 um i'm sure i'm sure, i want to jump in here i'm sure hitler believed what he was doing was right as well but damn sure he needed to be held accountable for his absolutely and he should have just stayed a little um 
painter in Austria. And <laughs> yeah, if, true. you know, <laughs> if, if things hadn't happened the way they did, um, it would have been all a lot better. I've, I've got a whole theory about the Second World War, by the way, but um, let's not delve into that. No, I, I, um, no, the, no, I, I probably agree part. with some of your theories about World War II, but Hitler himself has, just like Stalin and Mao, they all have their, they, they all, I don't care if they believe what they believe is right. You can be wrong and still be a terrible human being who needs to be held accountable for everything you've done to the rest of society. Like I personally believe that the people who are more in the know, because obviously a Stalin, a Mao, a Hitler, those sort of types, um, they're deluded and they're, they're insane from a certain perspective. But the people that give them the power to do what they do, I find them far more responsible um, than anyone else. Because I, I, I don't crazy, think they were insane. I think they had an ideology that they believed in. Just like this little one we've got here in, in Wellington, she she hasn't changed. She was uh, head of the uh, G Global Youth Socialist Party, and she's on record. You know, she's she's a communist. She says she pretends she's not. She's almost sort of like yeah. a national socialist. Or something. Wasn't Hitler one of those? Um, anyway, she she Your hasn't changed. Clear about it, isn't it? <laughs> she hasn't changed. So, and she believes what she's doing is the right thing. Exactly. Yeah. And if, if somebody believes what they believe, if you believe that God is the um, supreme being that created the whole of the universe and everything that's wonderful within it, um, that's your belief, right? It happens to be mine, to, to be honest. Um, I, I'm going to come clean here. Um, but she obviously believes in something. Um, it's, it's not very different from, from a cult type of um, influence on a, on a personal um, psyche. And if that is what she really, truly believes, um, she must know a lot of other things that she's been fed into over the last decades um, and that she's following through with and the collateral damage caused by it um, is just, you know, it just has to be um, absorbed and yeah, if a few children um, will, you know, you, you know where I'm going with this. Um, yeah. I do not even, I do not even think for a moment that the people that we are focusing on are the real um, practitioners of this evil. I don't think so. I think they're just being used the same way as good parents are being used right now with the whole scare tactics to. Um, get an immunization against um, COVID-19 for children, which is virtually harmless. So you know? do you think that Cindy is just taken up, you know, just listening to the advice and just doing the best she can to do the right thing for the country? Absolutely. I just got three documents in. I'll, I'll send them through to you. Um, and I, I can't really verify the source. I've tried. Um, but they sort of outline what's going on from an insider in Canada. And I think this document is, is, I don't know, a couple of years old. And it pretty much gives the whole storyline that we've been fed for the last two years. Um, and this particular insider, I still don't know who it is, as I said, um, is aware of it and knows what's going on. And um, still, you know, it's like, it's like a what do you call it, a snowplow, you know, it's just going through something and everything is being um, pushed out of out of the way um, for this thing to come in. 
And um, what, what thing to come in? Well, what thing to come in? Um, on sort of a um, conspiratorial level, you know, the whole um, let's all get jabbed and let's all get um, a little chip in our arm and let's get this whole um, global um, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, universal income thing going. I think that's looking looking ahead like five years, ten years, and I don't think it's going to come to that personally. Um, I think it's already in place. I think a certain threshold needed to be um, achieved with the amount of vaccinations going around. Um, I think um, in the last, what is it, 72 hours, we now know that even in New Zealand, um, the clever um, pharmaceutical people have looked into the Pfizer vaccine and found out there's something in there that shouldn't be in there, right? It shouldn't be there. And um, that was taken by Sue Gray and yeah. Matt Shelton exactly. to the government, and they won't exactly. see them. They won't do anything about it. Exactly. So, well, said, yeah. so why not? And yeah. why, wouldn't, why wouldn't Cindy answer Shane Chafin's question? A very good question. What is the um, infection fatality rate? Yeah, well, it's very uncomfortable for them um, because they know, there's, they know there's something not right about it. Um, why don't you say, well, let's stop. I think there's something wrong. I've got a lot of advice and it's coming from all over. And there's some good doctors here that, have, that are great doctors and they don't agree with the information that I'm being given through the MOH. That, uh, we need to stop and, and get to the bottom of this. Wouldn't that be what a truthful person, a real, a real a person that's genuine, that genuinely cares about the country she's supposed to be serving? But I don't see that. I think she's ended up to her armpits, up to her eyeballs. <laughs> I think she's a globalist communist. Sorry, Larry. And I think she's guilty of genocide. Yeah, she probably is. Um, but I think it's, um, was it John Ansel who um, made a little distinction about misinformation and missing information? Mm. Um, I think the missing information is that from their perspective, perspective and um, the Jacindas in this world they know something that we are not um, entitled to um, to know at present and they still think that all this collateral damage is worth it and whatever that um, missing bit of information is I don't know precisely I think it's a lie that's been fed to them um, and that's why they for their own sanity with a clear conscience can can carry on with this. And then, yeah, you're right. It is from our um, bottom of the heap perspective, it is criminal. It is, um, it is insane to be you're to a good, be You're honest. a good person, Larry. And I think it's, as Dacre just said in the chat, it's hard for good people to get their head around the darkness that's in these leaders like Ardern. I think kindness in the face of wickedness is not virtuous, it's evil. Mm. And then Jesus told us, he or she, perhaps, who is without sin, throw the first stone, remember? Also in this yeah, case. Yeah, happy to pick up a rock yes, for the genocidal yes, maniacs. Happy to. But those, you, know, <laughs> you, know what I think, you know what I think he wrote in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the dirt? Don't be a genocidal he maniac. Wrote, uh, a verse in Levit Leviticus that said not, not only the, the, the woman is stoned to death for this act of adultery, but the man that's laying with it is as well. 
And you know what I think? They'd all been with her. Ooh. And that's why they left. Good theory. That's just a theory. I think they all, they'd, they'd all been with this woman. And so they left because they, Jesus knew. Yeah, I don't even want to contemplate about the um, the, um, the precise details of that. Um, but we must speak out. We yeah. must speak out. And, and yep, yep. But the Bible says, without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Hmm. And we are to judge. It says, no, you're not that you'll judge angels. We are to judge these people. We're, we're only a hypocrite if we're doing exactly the same things we're judging others for. Cowards will not enter the... It does yep. say that. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. It's, 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 we, 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 nor we murderers. Judge. We should judge. We, it, it says we're supposed to judge. Uh, we, we're supposed to get the, take the least among us to judge ourselves. We're not supposed to go to the courts. We're supposed to um, judge ourselves. You know, like in the churches, they're supposed to judge. We are to judge, but we're not to judge others when, we've, when we're doing the same things that we're accusing them of doing. That's hypocrisy. Yes. But, um, so that's been very much mis, um, mis, uh, they've taken the Bible. That's what the devil does. He take, he took the Bible in the Garden of Eden. He took the word of God and said, when she said, you know, you're not even allowed to touch it, which wasn't what the Lord said. He said, you know, let eat it. And he said, nah, you'll be all right. <laughs> Did he really say that? He tried to get her to doubt God's word. And that's what ministers are doing. We are to judge. The Bible doesn't say you're not supposed to judge. The context of it is don't judge if you're doing the things yourself. And we've got to get that well, right, Larry. Even, even Adam judged God, didn't he? Because, and that's well, he, why. He, no, he you accused know, God. He accused God. God. The woman you yeah. gave me, he said. Exactly. He tried to blame and God for his yeah. own son. Disobedience. The first time the prime I minister you gave me. Yeah. 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 That's right. Now you, you have to put the end, emphasis on it, you know. The woman that you gave me, <laughs> um, yeah. uh, but um, um, Shane, it's, it's lovely talking to you because I, I enjoy any time um, I, I listen to last night's podcast too, and um, I enjoy your, your intellect and your um, you're, you're, you're fantastic in, um, in analyzing what is going on. But he, here brains. comes little, yeah, he's, he's all brains, isn't he? He's got brains. His um, <laughs> little thing, like. Um, just in your in your little fury, you know, your anger. Um, when I said you know, you know, picking up a stone or a rock and um, cast yeah. a stone, um, you were ready to pretty much you know dig out a, a flipping um, concrete barrier and and haul it somewhere. And then, well, Jesus, I'm a, and then I'm Jesus, a, Jesus, I'm allowed to be angry. With, if I'm angry with my brother without a cause, that's <laughs> no good. But if you read the King James Bible, it says without a cause. All the new versions say, "Don't be angry with your brother." And that makes Jesus a sinner because he was angry when he whipped those people in the temple and upturned their tables. So my old King James Bible says, don't be angry without a cause. It says, be ye angry and sin not. So today I'm angry, not at you, Larry. I always love having you here. But I'm angry that parents, if this is true, parents of vaccine-injured children and children that have died, if they've mm -hmm. been offered money by the government and they're not saying anything to others to warn others, then I'm angry with them, and it's not without a cause. I'm yes, no, I, I completely agree. That's the human condition. Um, um, but I, I want to go back like um, three minutes and 40 seconds. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Shane, um, 
you said something about um, murderers, you know, and as soon as I'm picking up this big um, stick or this big rock or this big thing of concrete and I'm thinking about Adern, um, and then I'm thinking about Jesus saying, um, he who lusts after a woman just by seeing her has already committed um, adultery in his heart. And th th there's my problem, you know. If I'm so oh, angry with with you Ardern, can look at a woman and notice that she's a, a, a good-looking woman. I would not you, look at Jacinda Ardern and have adultery in my heart. So please no. stop this. Look. This is disgusting. <laughs> you know, you, you've got to be careful that you don't confuse temptation with sin, because yes. the Bible says in James chapter one that we are to count it joy when we fall into diverse temptations. But we're not. But once you start going, oh, no, I wonder what it'd be like, you know, with that woman, that's sin. But you can look at a woman and look at her, and she's a very beautiful woman. I wonder what, if she's a, love, a a nice person inside. There is nothing wrong in that. But when you're looking at her form, and and uh, and and lusting after her, that's sin. Jesus told us that. But there's nothing wrong with admiring. It's like a beautiful racehorse. You know, that's a nice horse. Look at that great horse, very, very nice horse, beautiful dog. What a beautiful duck. Imagine the creator. That, imagine how wonderful our creator is that he's created such beauty. And, yeah. But I think when you imagine um, having sex with that woman, then you're in trouble. That's sin. And that's what Jesus was talking about. But to go back, uh, but to go back oh, four oh, minutes and 10 seconds. Oh, um, please. <laughs> Make it 12. <laughs> Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Somebody finish yeah. that for me. Mm. I like that. Mm. For they, uh, for theirs is the, is the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. So, so if we are not hungering and thirsting after righteousness, and one of those things is calling out these people who clearly believe whatever they believe that's counter to what, what Jesus would say. You think Jesus would say, yes, Jacinda, I put you in place. Now please genocide or whatever you, that people believe she's doing, um, injure these people or vaccine injure and lie about it and say it's safe and effective when clearly uh, there are people within the government saying, yes, it's killed at least two people. And they're very, you know, they're just unlikely with these other 70, whatever it is now, they don't know. And with a, a just a, a, just information everywhere around her, like you've mentioned that the internet exists, we talked about this earlier. And so she knows. She yeah. knows what this vaccine is comments. Yeah. Remember that so, time she said something and, and it was like 30,000. Yep. Well, it was like they had she, to shut she, it down. She asked what the experience of people's vaccine experience was. Where, and, and all these people came in with you know their injuries and they started ripping them off of Facebook. She understands and knows what she's doing to this population. She just doesn't care. Yeah. So what's the what, issue? What, what do we want, Shane? I, what I want, want her arrested. Her and I, no, tried I want, and put I want her, for genocide. That's what we want. I want her to fall on her knees, sobbing and crying and realizing what she's done and feeling truly, 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 truly sorry and responsible for it. As the hangman puts the noose around her neck. No, she you know, say that the only time that's going to happen is she's going to have a prisoner's remorse because she's had plenty of time to turn back from this. And, and honestly, I had a I had a one on one with this woman. She knows who I am. She knows who I am right now. Matter yeah, of fact, she... I saw her last time I was up in Waitangi. She was in the car behind the car with the flags on it and covered her head with her hat. I and think I she's avoiding you. 
So, so she understands the truth about these things. And she is trying to get away from it as fast as she possibly can because she knows it will convict her. So this is who this woman is. She, mm. the, the brother of Justin Trudeau has come out and spoken, a half-brother, and said, yeah, you know, all these things are probably true that people are saying about what's going on with the vaccine. And this. he goes, but it, Justin truly believes in what the World Economic Forum is telling him. He believes in their agenda. It's, it's what you said about Jacinda. <clears throat> That's right. Well, she probably does, too. She believes what the U.N. is doing, because as she said, she's built in their their agenda into the legislation that's being pushed forward in New Zealand. So she's packing it in there. These are not humane agendas. These are agendas to enslave humanity. They're not good. Now, if you look at Agenda 2030, this isn't a good thing for the earth. This is and Klaus Schwab saying you'll own nothing and you'll be happy and you'll eat bugs and go read all his stuff. It's uh, absolutely disturbing. He's wrote a book about it. So you can go look at that and see what he wants to do with humanity. Nothing good is going to come out of that. So I'm not going to sit and say Caesar is awesome and Herod is great when they're killing kids because they're trying to get after Jesus. I'm not going to say Herod the Great is great. I'm not going to say Caesar is amazing when he's genociding people. Just not going to do that. And if that and if and if Jesus doesn't like that about me, then he can he can take that up with me because I can't see how that's a bad thing. I can't see it. No, I think uh, your your heart and and um, your um, your intellect is in is in the exact spot, um, and that I think that is the absolute natural reaction to um, a situation that is not only illogical, it's immoral, and it's it's weird, and it's um, it's just it's um, unjustifiable. And I see that, and I, I understand that myself. But still, I want to leave this little tiny gap open for what in you know this tiny. I don't want anybody to flip and go to hell. You know, um, even an well, Ogre, even well, a Schwab, even she's going to hell. I can tell you that now, unless she repents. But she still needs to pay on the earth for the genocide that she's she knows about. And they all do. They still need to pay here. They'll pay. They'll pay in heaven. They'll pay at the great white throne judgment. But they need to pay here now, because yeah, and that's biblical. Probably, yeah, probably their their least um, strong defense is um, being willfully ignorant, which in some contexts not ignorant translated as um, dumb on purpose. Yeah, um, yeah. and. Um, yeah, I, I worry for their soul as much as for my own, to be honest. Because I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. And I do. you know, and and now I know why God made hell. <laughs> Larry, I hear sorry, what you're you saying. You made me laugh I, because, I, yeah, Gary, on. I hear I, I hear what you're saying because you say you're you're you're. What's, there's a saying I'm not going to get right, but you're projecting what's happened to you onto people who are evil. Jesus did not walk up to the Pharisees and say, blessed are you because you will be forgiven. He said, you are sons of Satan. Yeah. Did I get it right? Am I getting this wrong? Serpents? No, you, 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 you're oh, you're white right. sepulchers. On the outside, you all look lovely, but inside you're a bucket of worms. That's what he said to them. Him. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, yeah. so he did, he's not mincing words with these people who are evil. And I think more of the thing that lines up here is maybe Pharaoh. 
maybe maybe that. And Pharaoh, at one point, it took uh, what his eldest son dying for him to you know just tell the tell the Israelites just get out of here, you know, just carry on, just travel, just go, you know, Moses' people, just get out of here and take all this stuff with you. So they had favor and they took all this stuff out of out of Egypt, but then God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Now there's a lot of people who want to give me an interesting version of who God is. And they say, well, his heart was already hard and God just let that happen the rest of the way. Interesting because it literally says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Mm -hmm. And then it's even worse than that for some people, because then it says that he did that so that not only his people, but the Egyptians would know that Moses, God, was that powerful, who he was, the Egyptians. So it's possibly we're going through that. But Pharaoh was not spared. Pharaoh was not spared in this, and Pharaoh did some horrible things, and genocide was one of them. Hence how Moses got to where he was at initially. So I can't see how... Did Pharaoh get get, um, wiped away in, in, in the Red Sea? What happened to Pharaoh? Well, that, that is what all of the movies show, isn't it? I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Do you know some Israeli divers have found an underground uh, highway and they've found the wheels that are huh? described, uh, the yep, Egyptian wheels, and they can picks. prove that that's what it is. And I can't remember the name of the person that was involved in that, but the Israeli divers, and they've found this thing. So that means that God, when he, God made the world, he put that highway there for them, knowing that, in a few thousand years' time, the children of Israel would need it. If, if you're talking about archaeological findings in the in in the Red Sea, there, um, mm. I think that that's been a fairly recent um, thing. No, over the last ten, very old, at least twenty years old. Twenty years? Oh yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I've heard about that. Yeah. Mm. Well, I was going to play a Waitangi welcome, but I better not because they're your friends, aren't they? Shane, <laughs> I, I, I please do not offend. I don't know what you're talking about because I ain't from here. These here parts, as I say, I ain't from these here parts. I'm with like Johnny Rebel. From, hey, I ain't yeah. from these here parts, y'all. Now. Hey, he ain't Johnny Rebel anymore. He's Johnny Appleseed. He's turned That's over true. a new leaf. He's planting seeds. And you know what? It could be since John McClone spoke to him one night. It could be. I don't know. The, the, um, one of my questions, uh, Grant. Um, where's John these days? Because we haven't heard about. Uh, him he's not. He's not on the podcast anymore. You might like to go to uh, NZ Street Preachers. Have you banned him? Yes, NZ Street Preachers. <laughs> and there's a five and a half hour. There's a five and a half hour um, talk back there. There's no pictures. It's just audio. NZ Street Preachers. I think it's about the second one, and you'll see it there. It's blank. Have a listen to that if you've got five and a half hours to spare, and then you'll know why he's not back on my podcast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, does, does anyone know Dr. David Martin? Yes, I do. Do you know him, Shane? Have you, do you, have you studied much about him? No, no. I've heard his name thrown around. Mm. I've got a, I would like to end on this. If hopefully we've got enough time. Dr. David Martin speaking. It's about 20 minutes. So I'd like to thank you all for being part of my night. I've enjoyed speaking to you, all of you, even you, Larry. <laughs> You're always welcome, Larry. Uh, Dacre, why didn't you talk tonight? You've said lots of great things in the chat, but oh, here you go. Yeah. 
I've spoken, <laughs> and oh, now I'm turning it back on. I'm mute. Oh, that's all right. No, I'm, okay. I'm here. I'm, I'm just listening in. I, yeah, okay, I just um, okay, I wait to Thanks. get called on and then Thanks, say hello. And then, yep. Thanks, mate. Thanks, Max. Thank you, Larry and Ofa. Ofa, love. It's good to see you there. And um, so everyone that's called in, really appreciate it, Blair. Um, all you guys, thanks so much. We'll we'll hope to see you um, again. We've I've, I've done about three podcasts in the la, in the last um, last twenty four hours. So uh, I'm just on a, a bit of. I just feel like I, I need to talk about the stuff and I need to hear from people about um, what's going on in our world. And I really appreciate all your different views. I value you all of you, even though I might not agree with all of you. You make me think. And I appreciate it. And thank you, Shane, for spending all this time here when I know that you, you know, you could be doing other things that are probably far more important than, than hanging out with me. But I really appreciate you doing that. Happy Shane. to be here. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Okay, we'll finish with Dr. David Martin. Thanks very much, guys. We'll see you next time, hopefully um, on Saturday. Saturday night, we'll hope to have, have people ringing in and, and having, a, having a natter with us. Thank you very much. COVID-19 and SARS-CoV-2 was a coup d'etat. And let me be precise about what I mean by that. Sedition in the United States is actually defined very simply by when any act is done by a conspiring party or group of parties that's intent is to disrupt or interrupt or overtake the government of a state or a country. And under 18 U.S. Code, the act of sedition was in fact a coup d'etat to ensure that there would not be a democracy in 2018. Okay? And I'm going to present across the next few minutes the evidence of that. And I'm going to end my presentation with a challenge to you. Because during my presentation, the 30 minutes that I have is going to cost two children their life because of the inaction of every attorney general in America, because of the inaction of every US attorney, and because of the inaction of every governor in this country. But my grandfather said, never attribute to malevolence what is ignorance. So in the next 30 minutes, I'm giving every elected official the opportunity to do the right thing. And after 30 minutes, I'm not going to give them that opportunity again. So you got Mr. Nice Guy for 30 minutes. Next. Now, most of you don't know the details of all of the elements. And the good news is I'm going to flip through these slides very quickly because the end of the story is the important part of the story. But for those of you who don't know, COVID is a direct result of HIV, Inc. HIV, Inc. was founded in 1984. Anthony Fauci was the chief architect of HIV, Inc., and his goal was to use sexuality, and specifically homosexuality, as a way to indoctrinate humanity into the acceptance of a universal vaccine mandate. Now, interestingly enough, most of us didn't take the bait. 
And the reason we didn't is because we didn't live the lifestyles that were associated with HIV in 1984. But cunningly, by 1986, Anthony Fauci and his team at NIAID and his minions at the CDC had convinced each and every one of us that maybe we would be in a car accident, maybe we would get a transfusion, and maybe we would get AIDS, which was the justification for universal HIV vaccine in 1984. It's going to get nasty because I'm going to show you some real images from 1984 just to let you see that what I'm saying is not my imagination. But in 1984, something happened. People realized that to accept a universal vaccine, we needed to create a liability shield for the manufacturers of those vaccines. And from 1984 to 1986, we actually built the first ever product immunity in the United States, which allowed manufacturers to kill people with intent. And you heard what I just said, kill people with intent. Anthony Fauci was quoted himself as saying that the ultimate killer of pharmaceutical interventions with vaccines was the smallpox vaccine, which killed one in every 100,000 and injured or maimed one in every 10,000. Did you hear what I just said? Killed one in 100,000, maimed one in 10,000. And that was something that he thought he could turn into a universal vaccine for HIV in 1986. I don't know what an acceptable death rate is for you people, but an acceptable death rate for any product anywhere in the history of humanity, in my definition, is zero. But then a little dirty secret came along. Somebody at NIH said, hey, Tony, cool your jets, baby. We have this drug called AZT. And we don't want a vaccine too quickly. We want to kill people with AIDS with AZT. So let's run the clock on it. And the state of North Carolina, and by the way, if you're from North Carolina or you've done anything in North Carolina, you got tar on your heels and blood on your hands. Because the state of North Carolina, since 1986, has been brought to you by HIV Inc. That's a bummer. I think I just lost the elected officials in North Carolina. Shoot, I couldn't even make it through a presentation. UNC Chapel Hill began the weaponization of coronavirus in 1986. But by 1996, Anthony Fauci had a little plan. Coronavirus, as a model, has a very interesting set of attractive attributes, which include this very interesting thing called a spike protein and a couple other binding sites where the virus allegedly binds to the outside of the cell. And it turns out that Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill was the very first person to figure out how to take a pathogen which used to be an infection of the gut, gastroenteritis. For over 30 years, coronavirus was gastroenteritis. But Ralph Barrick figured out how to weaponize it. And not weaponize the virus, weaponize the spike protein. And he was the one that figured out how to make a thing that used to hit your gut, hit your heart. That was gain of function, ladies and gentlemen, the thing that we never did, allegedly. He did it, and in 1996, he received a grant. 
and then a series of grants in 1999 by Anthony Fauci to actually weaponize the coronavirus spike protein so it could be used as a vaccine vector with the idea that it would be the next HIV vaccine. That's when I started watching this. I've been a locust-eating prophet in the wilderness because my first briefing on this was in 1999. My first intelligence briefing on this was in 2003 in a published document that I have sitting on my desk to remind me that sometimes being right isn't as good as being effective. It turns out I was right in 2003. And unfortunately, I wasn't effective. But Fauci ran into another problem. And in 1999 to 2002, and patented by the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, and conveniently in the fall of 2018, do you all remember the, the big coronavirus outbreak of 2018? No, that's because there wasn't one. Um, but in an unprecedented move, the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, was forced to sign their SARS vaccine patent from UNC Chapel Hill back to NIH. By the way, that hasn't been done. But they did it in the fall of 2018. Does it feel like they were preparing for something? Next slide. Now, do not read this slide because I used to hate professors who put reading charts and eye exams on slides. Don't read it. With any luck, Clay Clark can figure out how to make all of this presentation available to you, and I hope he does because that's what it's for. But in 1984, we created the vaccine nightmare, and we let Anthony Fauci have $191 billion. And you heard the number right, billion. We've been told about $3.7 million going to China, and we're supposed to be upset about that. How about $191 billion of your taxpayer money that has gone to weaponize nature against humans? $191 billion. And let's, let's do the, the little walkthrough, shall we? 1984, we invent the vaccines for HIV, which led to death and permanent disability to over 50% of the participants. But that was okay because they were gay. That was okay. And it gets worse, okay? 2001, you remember the anthrax scare, the domestic terrorism scare? Did anybody know that the US military in the spring of 2001 ordered 300 million doses of ciprofloxacin? 300 million doses. Now, we have a pretty compelling army in this country, but with all due respect, 300 million sounds like an every citizen in America. It doesn't sound like every member of the US military. And how is it that at least five months before anthrax was released, we ordered 300 million doses of the treatment called ciprofloxacin from a, oh, that's right, a German company called Bayer. That's, by the way, when I started busting these stories. 
because it turns out that this wasn't the only pathogen that was being developed by the Department of Defense. And it was interesting because in the early 2000s, I started seeing coronavirus show up in a bunch of DARPA contracts and a bunch of DOD contracts, and I'm sitting there going, why would we be doing that? Why would we be taking a thing which was for dogs and porcine, that's pigs, by the way, that's a scientific term for pigs. Think bacon, you got it. Um, pigs and, and various other vertebrates. Why would we suddenly be trying to weaponize that and make it hit human lung epithelial cells and human cardiac cells? Why would we be doing that? And why would the Defense Department be doing that? Is that where you expect to go to kind of get your kind of basic treatment programs? No! And you don't go there because it sounds like a weapon system if it's being funded by billions of dollars of Defense Department black contracts, doesn't it? Or is that Dave the conspiracy theorist? Well, let's jump into my favorite 2006, sorry, 2014, 16 protocol, the AMP protocol. The AMP protocol has a line that I absolutely love. This was when we decided to let the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill develop the HIV vaccine. And it turns out that read what they said about this protocol. It will take place in sites, 24 sites, in Brazil, Peru, and the United States, and will enroll 2,700 men and transgender people who have sex with men. What? That's, by the way, straight out of the protocol. If you don't believe what I say about the fact that Fauci has no concern for human life, but is more than happy to kill people who most people think shouldn't live anyhow, guess what happens? We start introducing the camel's nose under the tent, and we start saying it's okay to kill people in the advancement of science. Now listen, people, listen carefully. I am not advocating for any lifestyle, but what I am saying is that when you've decided that you're playing God and that there is a person by any designation that doesn't deserve to live, you left humanity. <laughs> Period. If any of you see my wife, you know I'm very heterosexual and very happy. <laughs> but that doesn't justify making a determination that somebody who doesn't share my values is worth killing in the name of HIV, Inc. Let's be clear on that. And then 2016, 2019, and by the way, look at 2019. The hepatitis C vaccine which guess what has to do with, um, hmm, yeah, another sexual contact story that they tried to turn into. They were killing people that are promiscuous and usually gay and promiscuous, so we don't care about that. I'd love for some of the, the bleeding heart left to actually realize that they're the ones celebrating the execution of the people who they allegedly represent. I think that would be a very interesting proposition because maybe somewhere along the line, we should actually go back to 1984 and look at the ghost of Anthony Fauci in this slide, by the way. If you see the slide that's on the screen, what you'll see is 1984 Anthony Fauci. No kidding, that's what he looked like in 1984. He still looked like that center from the high school basketball team. What? 
I'm going to tell you, if I had to bet on a basketball team and I knew that Anthony Fauci was the captain of that team in high school, I'd bet against him. And guess what? I'd bet against him now, too, because the dirty little secret is he actually made the statement. It is quite possible. In fact, it's invariable that we will develop a vaccine for AIDS. Now, you know, sometimes there's things called Freudian slips. People say things and they didn't mean to say it. So I want to give him credit. He probably misspoke. He probably meant to say it's inevitable that we'll do it. But he didn't say that. He said it's invariable that we do it. And it turns out that if you look at the definition of the word invariable, you know what it means? I'm never going to stop doing a thing. Uh-oh. You think we're talking about an, a, a COVID vaccine right now? No. We're still talking about Anthony Fauci's fantasy of an AIDS vaccine. Don't make a mistake by being fooled. Next slide. Here's the problem. 1984, he had an epic fail. He tried to make an AIDS vaccine, didn't work. 2005, he tried to do H5N1, epic fail. People died, didn't work, people didn't roll up their sleeves, epic fail. And then a bummer of an opportunity came along. In 2018, we actually did have an influenza pandemic. We had a lot of people that died. And guess what we didn't do? We didn't shut down countries, we didn't shut down borders, we didn't shut down schools or churches or anything else. We just let people die. And it was seen inside of NIAID as a lost opportunity. Dead people was a lost opportunity. So what he did was he figured out something and he gave the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill a grant to create a pathogen so that we could actually get, and I'm quoting, the public to accept the need for a pan-coronavirus vaccine. We need the media to create the hype to get to the real issues. We need to use that hype to our advantage. Investors will follow if they see profit at the end of the process. That's a quote. National Academy of Sciences, Peter Daszak, 2015, published in the February 2016 Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. This was not a public health problem. This was a bio-warfare act of domestic terrorism meted out on the citizens of the United States and the people of the world. And it was not a lab leak from China. It was not a lab leak from anywhere. It was an intentional weaponization of the spike protein and it is murder and we will call it what it is. It was murder then and it's premeditated murder and we have to be clear on the fact. In fact, never use the word vaccine again. That's like saying that a gun is a propellant of copper. No, it isn't, it's a gun. Call it what it is, next slide. And here's where it gets nasty. You guys know the guy on the right. What you don't know is the guy on the left. And here's the story you don't know about the guy on the left. The guy on the left is Alex Azar. Now, what you don't know about the guy on the left is the guy in the portrait further to the left is even a bigger problem, Henry Waxman. Henry Waxman, the, um, the, the, the patron saint of caring about health, who was the one that made sure every pharmaceutical company got a shield of liability so they could never be held accountable. That Henry Waxman had a very interesting guy appointed by Trump in 2017. 
Alex Azar, director of the Department of Health and Human Services. What Trump didn't know, what you didn't know, what most of America didn't know was Alex Azar was an executive, not a physician, an executive at Eli Lilly. And at the time of his appointment, he happened to be under investigation for price fixing diabetes drugs in Mexico. Hmm. Hmm. In fact, during his now found to be collusion and racketeering and price fixing and antitrust violation, which turned out to be held to be exactly what I just said. While he was actually trying to deflect attention from the racketeering that he was doing by price fixing insulin in Mexico, he actually made President Trump sign an order that was the execution order for Americans. And President Trump was advised by appointed individuals who never told him the facts. This, ladies and gentlemen, was treason. This was treason. And anybody who wants to point the finger at Donald Trump, the best you can do is say he was subject to corruption and maliciousness and treason and traitors within his circle. That's true. But when he signed this, he did not know the cost. He did not know. And the persons who did know was the lobby, P.H. RMA, the pharma lobby, the single largest donor in U.S. history to political campaigns. They were the puppets that actually put that paper in front of Donald Trump. And Alex Azar, Alex Azar was the executive responsible for the death and destruction of America. And you have not even heard his name because criminals like to put other people up front while they hide in the shadows. Well, guess what we're not gonna let happen today? A lobbyist turned executive, turned architect of, oh my gosh, under the Bush administration, Alex Azar was the one who also came up with the PREP Act, which actually shielded companies from liability in the event of a national emergency. Alex Azar is the perpetrator of the largest genocide this country has ever seen, and you do not know his name, but that just changed today. Amen. Oops, that was my out loud voice. And it turns out he's the boss of Anthony Fauci, he's the boss of CDC, he's the boss of NIAID, he's the boss of NIH, he's the boss of the FDA, and guess what? He's the first guy that the FBI should cuff, lock up, and put in prison for the rest of his life. That's our target. And don't think I'm actually advocating justice for the sake of justice. I'm advocating justice because the minute we actually have the first felony conviction, the first time, the emergency use authorization vanishes because it turns out that the emergency use authorization cannot stand if the basis of it was a felony, and that's written into the law.